Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Horror Hangout podcast, where two bearded film fans watch the best and most dog shittiest of horror movies, and then talk about them. Uh, my name is Luke Condor with a Kate. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mister Mister Ben Errington. How are you? I'm very well, Luke. How, how are you? Yeah, we only recorded the last one two days ago, three days ago, not very long ago, five minutes ago. Yeah. So what what you're saying there is you're sick to death. Already, oh, it feels like because before that it's been like quite. Uh, we've taken like longer breaks between yeah. episodes, and now it feels yeah, like we're living together. Absence, <laughs> absence makes the heart grow fonder. So we took a bit of a break, and we had one episode. We're like, oh, I can't wait to get another one of those episodes down. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> and you've been, and you're just, you're just, you're liking uh, just being ex- exiled to the garage. I think, I think it you're enjoying quite it quite good. I think um, before when I was at the kitchen table. It's all right, sort of when there's nothing happening, but when there's like, you know, cats, mums popping around for a cup of tea, and yeah. <laughs> someone's trying to watch Coronation Street, and Alaska yeah. like needs to go out for a week, it's it's chaos. It's yeah. absolute chaos. I, I like it when you're podcasting in those scenarios, and you're like, even though you're listening to me, you're like, you're too aware of everything else that's yeah, going on around you. Difficult. You're a bit like, yeah. you're like, yeah, well, that's a great point, Ben. And then just look at, <laughs> looking around with grit, gritted teeth, or the dog. Just runs between your legs, and then the cat starts walking across the table in front of the camera, <laughs> in front of the mic. I like that though. Yeah. I like that. Then it adds to the, uh, adds to the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But well, it's better in the garage. Lots of in the garage here. No one can disturb me. Very nice. Yeah, man. So uh, last week we talked about Alone in the Dark. We finished our video game adaptation stuff. Uh, this week we're going to be wrapping up 2018. We're going to be talking about some new. New films that we dug, dig dug, uh, some older films that we found and dug, some bad films that we didn't dug, and a couple of films <laughs> that we're looking forward to dugging. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's so much dugging going on. Yeah. Appreciate um, it. Yeah, so I guess this is like a 2018 year in review sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. When did we finish the 50? The big 50? Um, so we finished the 50. Was that... Before Halloween? 
Yeah, so I think we finished the 50. So, yeah. Oh, actually, it was way before Halloween. So we finished mid the 50 about mid-August. Okay, cool. Yeah. So um, we still could do looking at some sort of uh, big goal, big mission or something to, to finish for next year. But yeah, know what yet. Yeah, yeah. Because I think sometimes it's nice to just watch a film and review it as and when we think of it. Yeah. But then to give us some sort of goal, I guess, is good. Whether we need to find another another list yeah. of essentially the best or, you know. Yeah, yeah. Or but, whatever. But uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, okay, so should we jump right into the first category of the evening? Yes. Yes, indeed. I was going to get a beer for this, but I drank it. I did have a beer, uh, but I drank it last night. Wait, wait, wait. So you're going to get a beer for it, but you've already I, drank I meant, it. I was going to save I was going to save the beer. I was going to get oh. the beer, but like, theoretically, I'd, I'd, I've already drunk it. <laughs> I had a really weird, <laughs> like, my brain went into a really weird place then where I thought, I've got a beer, offer him one. <laughs> like, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. Oh, look, I've got some beer. So I'll, be, I'll drink it and I'll just describe every sip. To you, mm, feels like that was, a, that was a nice yeah. sip. Oh, bit of a funny aftertaste in that. Yeah, I got it too. Tasted that. Um, okay, <laughs> so five. The first category is best five new films. So films that were released this year um, that we yeah. enjoyed. We've got a top five list. We've done them each. We're gonna take them in turns. But have you got any sort of uh, honourable mentions that you're that you liked but just didn't quite make the top five? Um, so I thought about. Including uh, the Haunting of Hill House as an honourable mention, even though obviously it's not a film as yeah. such. Well, it's not a film. It's, it's not, not a film. even a, not not as such. Obviously, the Netflix series. Um, because I thought that was that was good. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, and obviously, it's it sort of hit. It sort of touched a nerve in terms of like mainstream horror fans as well, where almost yeah. like a lot a lot of people have watched it. Um, so. I think obviously it's done really well, and then obviously the director um, was just wrapped on um, Doctor Sleep. Sleep. Mike Mike Flanagan, is that right? Yeah, yeah. He's just, just had ra- a kid as well. Yeah, he's he just had a kid. Doing all right with, with the lady who plays Theodora in Haunting of Hill House as well. He wrote a, um, the new adaptation of uh, I know he did last summer. I don't think he's directing about. I know he did, oh. a, did a screenplay for it. Interesting. Didn't know that. Yeah. I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go back and watch Oculus. He did that film called Oculus ages ago, and yeah. I remember watching it and think and kind of not taking it in properly. But I've heard people say it's better than that it's given credit for. So I might have to go and give that another go. Yeah. I've not seen that either. So um, potentially the things of his I've seen. I mean, I've seen um, Gerald's Game. Um, yeah. And did he do a Ouija film as well? Did the Ouija prequel, which was actually pretty good. He did um, the what? The <laughs> The Ouija, the Ouija cool. The, uh, Ouija prequel, prequel. Re, Ouija prequel, Ouija. Okay, I got you. Called, yeah. Origin of Evil. That's the one. Yeah. Got you. Origin of um, Ouija. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously he made um, Hush as well. Did he make Hush? That's good. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That very was nice. one of my. Uh, yeah. Very, very good, good film. Yeah. So, Hunter uh, Hill House. I thought I'd give a. Um, honourable mention and I thought I'd given an honourable mention to Annihilation as well which is one of those films that I wasn't massively keen on or sold on when I first saw it but yeah. since then I've kind of found myself rarely like it's not not many weeks go by without me listening to the soundtrack or some bits of the soundtrack and yeah, kind of yeah. pondering over it even though I'm not going back and watch it again I know I will go back and watch it again and probably appreciate it more so I think initially I was a bit lukewarm on it but I think mm. I'm willing to give it a at least an honourable mention, okay. Um, just because it was all right, you know. 
Yeah, man, for sure. Um, honorable mention I've got, um, I've got The Ritual, which I think for you came out last year, because I think it was in UK cinemas for a limited release, but for everyone else, it kind of came out in February this year. Um, yeah. And I thought it was really solid. Like, and I, I read the book and I do prefer the book. It goes to some more sort of different sort of insane places at the end. But the film was great. And the creature design is one for the ages. Like, yeah. That yeah, weird definitely. half a body thing on its face upside down was great. Um, and Ray Ball, anything that he's in, I still ever, still look at him and go, that's the guy from Shaun of the Dead. Everyone does it. <laughs> no one can get over the fact that he lost weight. <laughs> Yeah. Happens all the time. Oh, yeah. that's, that's the guy from Shot of the Dead. It is mad. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I think I saw Ritual, uh, the Ritual, sort of late 2017 in cinemas, didn't I? I, I wasn't, I wasn't um, entirely sure what to expect, but yeah, really good film, really unique. Um, sort of draws upon different things like the Blair Witch Project and uh, other various um, yeah. culty, uh, weird folk, folkish, culty things yeah but yeah creature design was a uh, was was next level and it was very unexpected the direction it took yeah. and some of the cinematography was great as well like some of the way that certain certain scenes sort of like bled over was like oh like, yeah um, in, terms of, in terms of like flashbacks that was great and also i'm just thinking there's bits when it, it was just pointing at trees and it was really terrifying and yeah. I know, i'm sure we've seen that shot before but for some reason it felt yeah, but you see like effective. the slightest movement of something. Yeah, yeah. You can't really see anything of substance, but you can see something there. So yeah. fe- the old fear of the unknown, mate, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. What's in that shop? <laughs> Nobody what knows. Shop? Yeah. Nobody um, knows. Also, uh, I'm mention for me that might be on your top five for me was The Quiet Place. Like, I did enjoy it, mm. and it is pretty great. And there's the whole thing with the nail scene where she gives birth in the bathtub, um, which is fantastic. But, um, it just didn't quite. I don't know. There's something about it I've just found a little bit too neat for me. I liked. I, liked, I didn't feel particularly horrified. It just felt a bit too, a bit too M Night Shyamalan, like not good M Night Shyamalan, like yeah. safe M Night Shyamalan. Well, sorry, sorry to spoil things for you, Luke, but A Quiet Place isn't on my top five. Okay. Uh, really, that's that's one. It's almost like that's had the opposite effect to Annihilation to me whereas I was very lukewarm on Annihilation and after a while I started appreciating it more yeah. I was very lukewarm on A Quiet Place initially and since then it's just unraveled it's just unraveled in my head like every time I see so many things where I go A Quiet Place just ripped that off I would just and I just yeah. think the whole the whole plot I mean I, I never ever do this because I hate these type of videos but you know that everything wrong with videos the sins of whatever sin, I mean yeah. I, I hate them I think they're honestly some of the most yeah. nitpickety nitpickety bullshit nonsense but for some reason i think i was watching something and then that ran ran next and i started watching i watched about half of it and i went oh my god turn it off like i can't even it was annoying me how nitpickety it was but it was also annoying me (laughs) how what it did to a quiet place for me so much of a quiet place doesn't make any sense at all like it's just so stupid you're thinking just how how has it come to this moment if they're living in this world it just makes no sense yeah so yeah yeah i know you mean not a fan Okay, so uh, number five, would you like to go first? Okay, I, w- I would love to go first. Thank you, Luke. You're so polite. Uh, so number five, I've gone for Steven Soderbergh's uh, entirely iPhone shot, Unsane, um, with Claire Unsane Foy. Unsane in the membroid. Unsane in the membroid. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if don't you saw this, Luke. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, uh, this, is it on this anything? Was... You saw it at cinema, I think, right? 
Um, I didn't see it in the cinema. No, I can't oh. remember where. Yeah, I it's on the TV, mate. All right, <laughs> that's, that's where it was. I saw it on the TV. Um, I just thought this was really good. It's really Very unnerving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, it was just really unnerving, and even though it's like shot on an iPhone, like it didn't take you out of it at all. Like you're like, oh, that's done on an iPhone. That's pretty cool. This this lovely shot, panning shot, is done on an iPhone. Great. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really take away, but it gives it that sort of like lo-fi yeah. look, um, which I've always thought is really a really good way of portray of sort of presenting horror. It just makes it feel that much more grounded, doesn't it? Yeah. I find. Uh, yeah, but it was, okay. it was great. I mean, it was, it was, it was one of those, um, it reminded me of things like Girl Interrupted, um, but, but with like a very like horrific twist. Um, and <laughs> A bit, a bit of the unreliable narrator vibes as well. Uh, but basically, just the basic plot is a woman gets involuntarily committed to a mental institution. Um, yeah. And then it sort of spirals out of control from there. She's like, how have I ended up in this mental institution? Bloody hell, it's horrible in here. Cold. Yeah. And you start thinking, it's freezing. It's just like your garage. And, she's, <laughs> and you start thinking, wait a minute. what? God, she's this ain't fair. And then as time goes on, you're like, wow. She deserves to be there. Oh, what's going on? Yeah, so it was very. Uh, I okay. enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that one. I, I don't know why. It just um, hasn't really. It's one of you know some films you see the, the trailer. It just doesn't make you want to see it for whatever reason. But you might yeah, want to I think, watch I, it. It might. I think initially when I saw um, the trailer, I was a bit like, "Well, that looks kind of interesting." And as soon as I found out it was shot on an iPhone, I was like, "Well, I've got to see that." Yeah. Just because you know, I mean, I was good. The, the one um, gimmick it had going for it. Really drew me in, you know. So, uh, yeah, and I think I'll, it, I'll it, 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 it yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely give it, give it a shot. Definitely worth it. Okay, man. My number five is uh, 2018's Halloween, um, directed by David Gordon Green. Is that right? <laughs> Come from my head. Yeah, directed by David Gordon Green. Yeah. I'm surprised by how many people think John Carpenter directed this. I, yeah. I, I wanted to wade into so many conversations online where people going, oh, Halloween was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it's great. Can't believe John Carpenter directed it as well. <laughs> I didn't want to be that guy. I did not want to be that guy. The amount well, of times I, I have to well, stop I'll myself. Well, I think you'll find. Yeah, go on. The, the amount of times I have to stop myself from chiming on the internet. I just think it's not worth it. Because some idiot will oh. fight you or whatever. Like they, They've got you some horrible name and it's, it's just all escalated. Just... And it's just not worth the hassle. <laughs> I just like sometimes I like being that really patronizing guy who just goes, "Oh, like if someone gets someone's name wrong or someone, I go, sorry, never heard of him." Yeah, <laughs> something, I, something I, like that. I get the vibe. I always feel the need for grammar. Like if someone, like, you know, misses the posture, yeah. I want to jump in, but then I think, no, don't, don't be that. For, exa- for example, someone on Twitter today said, "Oh, first Christmas film of the holiday season. About to put on Die Hard. Time to spend some time with John McLean." <laughs> like, and I was like, "Hang on a minute." <laughs> John McLean. That could be no, a typo. No, no. That could be a typo. Like, yeah. Well, of course. I'm hoping it's a typo. Yeah. But even so, I definitely want to be that guy going, "Who's that?" Uh? <laughs> <But> I didn't. <laughs> you should have. I didn't. He's you one of the Should have a little video message of you doing just that. <laughs> I don't want to be patronising. So what I'll do is I'll just stew on it like a normal, healthy human being. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Luke, my number four is Halloween, so we might as well just discuss. Well, what is this? I mean, so the thing I really liked about it is the fact that it was an actually pretty scary slasher, like a serious slasher. Because slashers, ever since Scream, have been 
at least tongue in cheek in like a, in a little fraction of a way. But this one was like the death scenes were just just brutal. I don't know. They just um, it just made me feel like I was back in the eighties watching watching slashes. At, you know, at the prime of them. Um, yeah, and the I music- enjoyed this. I, I sorry, go on music. Well, I was going to say, uh, like I said, that that the alchemy of John Carpenter's score, that Michael Myers chasing the girl at night, it just works. There's something so good about it. It's like Greek yogurt and honey. You can't. <laughs> oh, lovely! What a combination! Bring those, bring those together. I, I, I saw a particular tweet which summed this summed this up for me quite nicely. Um, it's uh, actually an Adam Sandler joke in the film Funny People. So he says, there is always one girl out there, the one that got away. Guys have that, and serial killers have that, the one that got away. I had her, the trunk was lined with garbage bags, <laughs> and then she got away. And I just thought, ah, Michael Myers. He must be fuming. Yeah. Like, I know, I know, I know like, the way the timelines pass like, are all sort of different, and this one is a direct sequel to the original and kind of gets rid of two, three, yeah. well, pretty much all of them, right? Yeah, all of them. Yeah. H2O, even, even everything else, yeah. H to the watery one uh, yeah. gets rid of gets rid of all of them. Like he, he must be fuming, Michael Myers. Um, what I what I really liked about this film was the fact that you see just you see little bits of his face occasionally, like a little turn, a little flash of yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, and you never get a pro- proper looking because I think as soon as you get a proper look at him and you can humanize yeah. him, yeah, that would completely take away from it. Like yeah. I know you see, I know you see a shot of him in the original. For a second, as a, as a kid, you mean, or you see him no, as a kid, like all you, you see him growing up, don't you? Um, the ma- his mask comes off at one yeah. point, right, right near the end, when you yeah. see his messed up. Uh, I think it's not long after he gets a, um, a coat hanger in the eye, which already thinking about it feels like one of the most horrible things to happen ever. <laughs> coat hanger. Oh, see, it's making my eye go funny. Oh, yeah, I'm not too bad at eyes. Like I know some people have the whole eye thing. I'm bad with blood and like giving blood. I'm <laughs> bad with blood. Giving blood, receiving blood. We got some blood for you. You've been in a terrible car accident. Here you are. Oh, get it away from me. Yuck. Yeah, I can't I can't do blood at all. But um yeah, it's it's good. Um I don't think they should do any more. I feel like they'll they'll kind of lose whatever charm it what has. What would they call the next film if they did another one? Because we've already had two Halloween twos, right? Yeah. They can't that I don't know. If, if there's a Halloween two comes out, have you seen Halloween two? It's going to be a minefield for everybody because it's not even the second one. It would be the, essentially the third one in this new yeah. timeline. Do you reckon Halloween? It's hard to know what they're going to do. Like I thought, 2. perhaps 1. perhaps you should call this one something else. Two point oh. Even the fact that this is called Halloween is a bit confusing. Could yeah. they have called this one the shape? They should have called this one the shape. The something. shape would have been great, and it was yeah. great that um, Laurie Strode referenced the, the called him the shape. Yeah. For the first time, yeah. Um, again, I really enjoyed this. I thought the the soundtrack was like absolutely outstanding, second to none. I think the the script, having those little comedic moments that didn't take you out of it, like they yeah. were, they were they were lighthearted enough. Yeah. But you know, it was still. But at the same time, I feel like it does stray into like generic territory sometimes. Oh yeah, for sure. And it, yeah. and it finds. It, but but obviously, in terms of generic territory, this is kind of like something that can get away with it because. It set up so many things that are now considered um, generic story. Generic story. Generic story. Yes, but yeah, it was it was good. Uh, so that was what's your number five? That wasn't this one, was it? So my number five was Unsane. You weren't listening, were you? <laughs> 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 my, my, number, my number four was Halloween. 
Okay. And you're number five this Halloween, so That's now we're back four. to you. Okay, one. cool. Okay, uh, my number four was, I can't say his name, Panos Cosmopolitus Mandy, the Nick Cage uh, crazy oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. LSD revenge thriller horror Ooh. mental craziness. Um, yeah, I mean, this is it's a bit of a difficult watch because it's so kind of slow and long, but it's it's it reminds me of watching like old David Lynch stuff. It gives me the same sort of feeling of I don't quite know what's happening, but I, I like it. I like it a lot. It's it's crazy, and also I just love the sort of bizarreness of having sort of uh, biker sort of cenobites in the yeah. in the film. Lizard people, I don't know. What were they? Yeah, there's a bit which I've seen uses the gift loads now with um, the like the the aesthetic design of it is is incredible, um, and I think that's sort of what what sets it apart. Um, but there's a bit where he, he has a little taste of the LSD that the Cenobites have and his like yeah. head melts and he goes, <laughs> goes yeah. back in time. Like it's insane. But I think visually it's going to be one that's sort of going to stay with me for a long time. Like there's a certain flavor to this that I don't know. It's managed to capture something. It's like, it would have made a great game. I think if you could play as that, <laughs> as that character, a certain flavor to it. What flavor is that? That's like Jack Daniels and uh, Hubba Bubba. Jack and, and, and wasabi. Wasabi, yeah, yeah. It's got a <laughs> it's got a said umami flavor that uh, that we don't normally get. Yeah, but I, I don't know, man. You, how does it place on yours? Or uh, well, it's not in my top five. Um, I, I was kind of like I enjoy, I enjoyed a lot of it. I found it like it was really it was like cosmic, bizarre. Yeah, I mean, it looks amazing. Like Nicolas Cage, he's he's like dialing it up to eleven in terms of cageness in the here. Yeah. I just find I just find um. For me, the plot was a little bit thin, and the slow pacing, I feel like, kind of took me out of it a little bit. Sometimes, I feel like it, if it yeah. had a bit more, bit more breakneck, I think yeah. I, would have, I would have been a lot more into it. But I think there was a lot of slow pan outs, weren't there? Those slow, slow yeah. zooms, and you know that's lovely. I mean, it does look lovely. I'm not well, taking away. It was from... that sort of um, dreamy synthy music mm. occasionally, and it would be like a slow zoom, and someone would be talking directly <laughs> to the camera, mm. and it would be slowly getting. There's one bit where uh, I can't think it's it's the the court leader's talking and his face turns into Mandy's face for a second and then turns back. Yeah. Like it's weird, bizarre visual stuff that's just, uh, I think, really inventive and uh, and original. But, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was a very, uh, I recognise the dude who played the cult leader as well. He's been in like loads of like 90s films, I swear. He's just got one of those faces where I'm like, oh, I've seen you in something. Yeah. You've been like a shithouse in something. <laughs> I know he's a bit. He's a bit. He's a bit of a shit house in this, but you know he's yeah, definitely been yeah. shit house in something else. Yeah, typecast. Um, he's been typecast as a shit yeah. house. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it was one of those things. You know, sometimes you've got to really be in the right mood for a film like that. Oh yeah, for sure. I wouldn't. Just it's not like you can put it on a party. I remember once putting. Um, we had a film night and we watched Mulholland Talladeg. Drive. Well, close. We watched uh, Talladega Nights and then I put on Eraserhead afterwards, mm. and that's like the same well, sort of close. slow. Sort of, I don't know. Like you can't put. It's not something you can just put on a party, and you can't yeah. really enjoy it too much. You just gotta. I was I was reading about Razor um a razor head recently. I was just yeah. happened to have the IMDb page up, and my mum sort of looked over my shoulder and she just went, "Oh, that film's the worst film I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> and I remember thinking, "I really want to watch it now." Yeah. Well, did your mum see it? That's insane. I don't think I've ever seen it. Well, she claims to have seen it. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's difficult to watch. Um, <laughs> go on, man. Your turn. What's in your Let's like, feel like wrapping presents. This is how we do it at our Christmas. We take it in turns to open presents. Yeah. Yeah. Skip. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I like doing that. Yeah. Wrapping. 
And I've always got like four presents and everyone else has got 19. And I was full. Like, Go on, take your turn, take your turn, take it. I don't want to. Skip's family uh, do uh, one a day. Like, they don't even open all the presents on Christmas Day. That's madness. That is madness. One a day? How long does Christmas last? <laughs> well, they probably only get, what, I don't know, 15 presents. So it'll keep them That's going right. through to, yeah, it's insane. Yes. Okay, so I've gone for my number three. Um, I've gone for Cam. Yeah, okay, uh, that's pretty high. Cam, yeah, I've, I've kept it. I've kept it high. This is again another one which I saw, and then it kind of like really stuck with me. So I think I maybe mentioned it a few weeks ago um, on one of the one of the podcasts we were we were discussing. What what have you watched? How many guffs you've done over the, over the course of the week? Uh, yeah. And yeah, it's just one that's really stuck with me, and I find myself telling a lot of people about it and. Just I don't know. Just Watching kind of thinking. A lot of porn. <laughs> just keep Watching going back a lot to of it. porn. No, no more. None more so than usual. <laughs> I mean, come on, then, um, But yeah, I found it. I, I, considering it's like a, a, a feature-length directorial debut. Yeah. Um, Daniel Go- Gold Harbour. Yeah. And also, I just think the leading lady, uh, Madeline um, Brewer. I mean, I think it just b- bodes well for her in terms of like what's to come in the future because I think she was. Quite a captivating character, and I think it was just one of those films. I'm glad it didn't unwrap it too much. Yeah, um, it was kind of le- it was quite ambiguous. Um, again, it's similar to Mandy, I guess. Some of the colours on the screen here were just like just just like insane. It was just like a lot of a lot, a lot yeah. of fluorescent colours and dark deep deep reds. There's <laughs> um there's a bit that I found really kind of perfect filmmaking, which is a bit where. She celebrates getting the fifty, like top fifty, and then she starts to lose, like ranking, and she's trying to sort of not think about that. This is like me yeah. trying to podcast at the kitchen table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like, she, I just thought that was like a really, they they kind of put that across on screen really, really well. Um, and it must be quite difficult to conceive something like that. But um, yeah, I think it's also a good way of like portraying like sex workers in film. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't like really, really cliche. Because yeah. I mean, you know, how many times people are sex workers that they're literally walking the street or like all, yeah. all these other really cliche things, and you know, and they want to be saved from from their life by by like a male yeah. protagonist or something. Yeah. Whereas I think this was represented in a really sort of realistic way, yeah. um, as such. But but yeah, I, I really I really enjoyed it, and that's why I, that's why I rate it even higher than yeah. Halloween. Interesting. Because Michael Myers, if he just went on a campsite and uh, started getting his nipples out, oh, he would have made number three. If he went, list. if he went on the what did he call it, the the vagina later. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the vagina later. What is that? Just like an escalator, but for no, the it's a, it's a thing they <laughs> they they sat on, and then the woman, the other woman, had the remote control. Oh yeah, done, look if, that, if Michael look, Myers look that. was on that. <laughs> oh, what's it called? No, it's the thing that's on the Howard Stern show, like the vibrated. <laughs> Chair on I bet Vibratortron or something. I know. Oh, it, it made me want to buy one as well, Luke. Don't worry. <laughs> I've got one. Let's oh. say I'm not using it now. Oh. Um, okay, so my number three. That's right, isn't it? You, that was your number three. Okay, yeah. Yep. My number three was Annihilation. Um, oh. Yeah, interested. So this wasn't wasn't in your top five, I noticed. Uh, so Annihilation. I don't know. I love Alex Garland's film, and I kind of feel like this is a great continuation of. Ex Machina. I feel like I like what he's doing and I want to see where that goes. And I feel like the, the whole setup was just maybe the most interesting setup out of any film. Like if you, so, uh, Mandy, as interesting as it is aesthetically, like this story isn't, I mean, it's well trodden ground, 
But this was like, there's so many unique, crazy ideas. Even just the idea of having kind of, not to be just overly inclusive, but mixed race, female, uh, army squadron <laughs> going into the into the, the glimmer. Even just yeah. sort of that little touch was quite nice. And like the idea of like the refraction of DNA was just bonkers. <laughs> Some of the visuals, the guy who was like had a finger in his head, he died, you know, earlier on. There's intest- the intestine sort of squirming around. I don't know. I think there's something special about it. I don't particularly enjoy the ending that much, but I just think it's uh, it's up there. It, I want to I want to go watch it again. Yeah, it's like science fiction, post-apocalypse. Yeah. Um, you know, in a way, like war, war film. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of got it all going on. Um, yeah. So as I said, I wasn't entirely sure about it initially, but uh, very unique. Definitely worth another watch. I think. Yeah, man. Okay, your present time. My present time. Well, I've got a Lynx Africa set uh, again. Parasites. That's all right. You can never have too much of it, though, can you? It's I feel like I, I can. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell Lynx Africa. I'm so used to that smell. Yeah. Like if someone's got Lynx Africa on, like a mile away, yeah. I'll be able to. Hunt, I reckon I'll be able to hunt them down. Smell Lynx. I'm like that when someone opens a Satsuma. I Ooh. can smell it. Like <laughs> <laughs> because when you open it, like it's it, it like jets like gazes yeah. of like Satsuma smell into the air. <laughs> It's I, saw, like... I saw I saw a tweet recently where it's like a woman on a train said, "Oh, I could smell a terrace chocolate orange," and apparently someone went, "It's actually a normal orange, Laura, you fat bitch." Perfect. Poor Laura. It's actually an actual orange. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're number two. No, I'm number two. Get it out. Uh, I've gone for Apostle Gareth Evans. Ah, shit, I was going to put that on my um, on mentions. Ah, oh, well, put it on there now. Go on. It's on. I'll, w- I'll wait for you. <laughs> I'll give you a second. <laughs> yeah, Apostle. Um, another film that um, kind of took me by surprise, especially from like the trailers and stuff. I kind of expected it to be like a weird sort of mystery, maybe a bit Wicker Man, um, which I know has been compared to a lot, but yeah. that's probably to its detriment because it's a lot more supernatural and creepy and fucked up than that. And Dan Stevens, an actor who, if I see Dan Stevens' face in anything, I go, eh. I'm a bit like, uh... I'm the opposite now. After seeing The Guest, Ooh. I'd be like, I watch pretty much anything. That yeah. charming See, Mr. I, I Stevens. Sure, I, went, I went massively sold mm. on The Guest. I think that was maybe part of it, but I just don't know. I find him I find him to be usually really bland and sort of like very, very ready salted flavour. Yeah. Um, bland porridge. Porridge has okay. not got enough liquid. No sugar. Yeah. No sugar. Um, but yeah, and this is probably the first film <laughs> I started thinking of him as, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd seen a little bit of Legion, but not, not yeah. all of it. And I started to warm to him in that way, yeah. But I think just like the cast here, it was like fantastic. The story is like a mystery of sorts, but then the the, the story that's initially set up kind of gets shunted to one side when the once the true nature of things come about. And you know, and it's gory as fuck. And I guess that's Gareth Evans yeah. because obviously with him directing the raid, yeah, and the raid two, um, that when the gore happens, uh, you know, it's gruesome. Yeah, and it's kind of and lovely that bizarre sort of fantastical stuff happening as well. Sort of the folklore stuff I thought was great. The um, yeah. the only thing that sort of marked it down for me was I think it was like twenty five minutes too long, and I feel like it's a thing happening on Netflix and stream stuff now where they just say make as long as you want to. Yeah, and I feel like if they just carved out, it's like towards the end there was some stuff where it's like um, twenty five minutes of just you didn't really need it too much. Um, so if, it would have been a much neater film um, if they did that, but it's great. 
it was it was a good film. fat trimmed a little bit yeah it was 130 yeah. minutes which is a long film yeah you know for it consider like if, yeah i agree with you maybe 25 minutes less yeah it would have been a lot nicer but i really enjoyed it it was yeah, another yeah. one another one i've uh got a lot got a lot of time for got a lot of time obviously it's two hours and ten minutes long yeah yeah uh okay so we're gonna unwrap this number two on my list um this one i don't i was hesitant to put it on this list because it's not a hundred percent horror but it kind of in, is enough. Uh, is upgrade, uh, League One L's upgrade. Like this hits all the right spots. Like it's it's like Robocop for like the modern day. Like yeah. how can you go wrong? And like the fight scenes are insanely well done and like unique and weird. Um, I love the uh, the sort of League One because it what, didn't have a big budget. Uh, I don't know what it was done for, but I just heard it was low budget. So whatever that means. But it looks. Like a great like cyberpunk film, and it just it, it's done really well. Like the cars, I like the uh, the guy just making a cloud, just insane sort of visuals. But um, yeah. yeah, man, I just is this is it? It should have been. It's the venom that should have been right. That's yeah, what. yeah. I've not seen that. <laughs> so so I don't know. that's what we've heard yeah. so many times. Yeah, but yeah, I enjoyed. It. I mean, if we're if we're putting if we're gonna put it into that horror category, which I guess body horror, yeah. Oh, I mean, I'll, I'll slam it into the old uh, honourable mentions if that's the case. Heard it. Felt it go in. <laughs> okay. So um, so that was your number what? That was my number two. So I'm assuming our number one's the same, right? Probably. Probably. It, it, uh, does it rhyme with uh, Terry <laughs> Derry? <laughs> Terry, it does rhyme with Terry Derry. Um, yeah. Yeah, hereditary. Number one. Um, do you feel like that, now saying that? Do you feel like it's too much of a given? Because I don't even give it much thought. I just thought, yeah, it's obviously going to yeah. be hereditary. I don't think it, like it may be too much of a given, but I think it was just because it was that damn good. Um, and you know, I've been putting together my list, my top twenty-five list, um, of the year. You know, not films. just not just horror. You know, I'm not a monster. Yeah, um, you remember distinguished tastes. Yeah, yeah, I got all the tastes, mate. And uh, you know, it's right up there Multi-pack. in terms of. Salt and vinegar. <laughs> yeah. Beef it's and right onion. up there with yeah. my favourites, like of the year. Um yeah. like in it's firmly it's firmly within that top five. Uh I just think it's one of the most like atmospheric, unnerving, yeah, creepy, weird, what the fuck's happening, what the fuck's going on. Under your, getting it probably gets under your skin. One of those films, and I think it's probably got one of the most shocking holy shit what the fuck moments that I've had. From a film, probably within last few years at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, and old naked people in the dark, looking terrifying. Oh, mate, I forgot about that bit, but you know that's probably the best bit for me. Just all the you know, all the old nakies in the dark. Yeah. There's a, <laughs> I think even just the small bits like of having them looking in the shadow, and then you think you see something, but but you don't. Like that's been done a lot, but for some reason this film has perfected it. You're genuinely mm. thinking, what the what the fuck are we looking at here? Like, am I seeing something? There's an old, and you see like a, the faint whiteness of teeth in yeah. the corner of the room. Oh yeah. It's just one of those films where like, you keep one to like pick away. It used to keep one to take each layer of onion skin off yeah. of it. And sometimes when you're digging through a film like that, it can feel quite frustrating. Cause you're like, I just want answers. I'm just digging deeper and I can't get anything. But for this, you just want to keep going and going. Oh, better, better example, pulling a thread. Yeah, you're just pulling that thread, and you're just like, I want to keep keep going, oh, see where it see where it goes, thread. you know? Yeah, pulling the onion thread. Yeah, 
And it is one of those just draws me and draws me and draws me in. And by the time we get to this crescendo at the end, which I think is mainly a crescendo because of the soundtrack. Yeah. Even though it ends oh, in a way. That's great as well. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it ends in a way which isn't particularly 100% what you would call a satisfying ending, it's yeah. the right end. It's the right ending for this story. Yeah. It's where you just go, oh, Jesus. And then I talk, I've spoke a lot about films sticking with me. But again, this is one where, you know, I just keep thinking about it over and over again. And, you know, when people go, oh, any good horror films to see? I just want to fuck with people, you know? When, when I, I know that they just want it insidious or something, but I just go, go and watch Hereditary. Yeah. Oh, yeah, is it proper gruesome? Is it, is it horrible? Yeah, is it scary? Jump scares? Yeah, just <laughs> lap it up. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to see them the next time when they just go, what the fuck was that? Yeah. I wonder what the guy's going to do next, the uh, director. I wonder if he'll do something non-horror. Also, the um, the Oscars have been nominated, have they? Is it just the Golden Globes? I don't really follow that. Kind Golden of stuff. Globes have just come out, yeah. So there's no no Oscar, no, uh, no Golden Globe nomination for Tony Collette, right? Well, is there anything hereditary at all? I don't think so. No, that's not very. That's the yeah. I think I think a few things got uh, snubbed. Yeah, in the Golden Globes. What is this? When uh, you get snubbed, what does that even mean? Like I, physically, like I think snubbed is running like when your nose some... across. <laughs> yeah, all right, okay, I got you. <laughs> I thought you were genuinely asking oh, what snubbed snubbing me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you snubbing me for, man? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, so I mean, there were some, yeah, there were some films that kind of got left out. Hereditary, yeah. I think, was was one of them. I guess whether it's like because it's one of those films that is essentially a horror film, but it kind of falls into a few categories. People aren't sure where to put it, and I think when films are a bit like that, the Golden they Globes do, get scared. They Golden do, Globes get scared. Yeah, of nominating like they, a they wither. I bet they're like, oh, we got to nominate Black Panther. Yeah, we know we got to nominate that. Yeah, does anyone? What, what about Hereditary? Fuck off! Wait, Get I'm out of here. Potentially, uh, potentially hot take, but I, I don't rate Black Panther as much as. Yeah, I think it's good. Take. I think it's good. Yeah. I just don't think it's anywhere near as good as quite a few of the films that came out this year. But even Avengers: Infinity War has that been nominated? I don't know. Better good question. Well okay. Um... So that that's right. top five, but like it's not all about new films. Sometimes it's good to dig into older films and you know find some fresh discoveries like truffles oh. in the dirt. And oh. um, I sniffed up a few. Really, um, I found it difficult to like get down to one. But I think I've got one that I'm happy with. What about you? Yeah, I kind of just gone for one as well because um, a lot of films that were films i'd watched for the first time this year like old horror films i mean there weren't many i think no. a lot of the stuff a lot of the stuff on the tail end of the f- top 50 list that we started we were watching i'd seen before and i was sort of aware of and i think then we went back went back and watched a few classics and films that i'd kind of not seen before or watched and i wasn't particularly blown away so i kind of only went yeah. for for one really i got had a few um i had quite a few older films that are like would be on this sort of discovery list, but mm-hmm. they weren't horror. So like, yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, me too, exactly, yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, yeah. no hot, no horror, new discoveries really for old, yeah. old shit. Yeah. So okay, man, do you want to go first? Oh, you're being, you're being. I'll let you go first, Luke. Seeing as you're I'm being so polite to me. Okay. Uh, so I ended up going with um, uh, there's a whole Joe Bob Briggs thing, um, twenty four hour marathon a few months ago. And he on Shudder, and he did Sleepaway Camp, which okay. is ready to pop the question. 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I mean, okay, so it's it's a pretty bog standard 80s slasher for most of it, but I've seen a lot of these 80s slashes now, and this one was the most fun in terms of like the kill sequences. And the twist ending is just so bizarre and so great. <laughs> That, yeah. you, that you'll never you'll never get that image and if you, like you'll never get this image out of your head ever like it's it's so good um and it was difficult to look through like other films that i watched the first time and not have this image pop back in my head and i say what about me so yeah and i think if people have seen it i don't want to spoil it because it is a great twist sort of ending they all know exactly what what i mean by that uh but yeah man what about you uh well the the only film that i just decided to put in there was um was hush which obviously came out a couple of years ago um directed by uh mike flanagan obviously we've already um mentioned yeah i think maybe you told me that this was good a few times and that, but every every time i saw any it pop up on netflix at all i kind of thought well i don't yeah. know if i partic- particularly want to watch that but of all the new sort of horror films that i've seen this year this was definitely up there in terms of the uh most unique, I guess, because the setup kind of feels oh, it's like a home invasion type thing, killer on the loose. But because the main character is is deaf, and it's what's face, wasn't it? It's uh, Kate Siegel, is that her name? Kate, Kate Siegel, yeah. Obviously, he was in the Wonder Hill House as well. Yeah. Kate Siegel, and the fact that this masked killer, I don't want to, don't want to, you know, spoil spoil anything, but this masked killer doesn't stay masked for very long, you know. So it's not like I a, saw someone mark it down for that. But I think it was actually the way they yeah. used that. It's Definitely. pretty clever. Yeah. Definitely. Because it was unexpected, I think, because you kind of expect him to just, because he just offers himself up, just goes, hang on, here's my face. Yeah. Have a look at that. I'm definitely going to kill you now because you see my face. You yeah, slag. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. So, yeah, yeah. I, I liked it. I thought it was unique. And it kind of had legs in terms of like, I thought, oh, they've kind of done all they can probably do with this now after about an hour. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it, it went on for a little bit longer. And I think it was. Uh, yeah. Very unique, and then there was lo- and there was loads of don't do that, don't do that. Oh god, like 
Yeah, and I, I like the mechanic they use with the whole she starts picturing different endings to the to the film. Now, yeah, I think I mentioned this last when I mentioned this film. So I yeah. didn't like that initially until I remembered that she was a writer and that she could kind of, she was visualizing all of these sort yeah, of plot yeah. threads and endings. Then I started thinking, oh yeah, okay, that kind of makes more sense now. Initially, I thought it was just a well, if a bit you of a were lame to see plot her mechanic. while she was imagining those endings, you'd see her doing the Doctor Strange thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 16,400,000. Yeah. Only yeah. one. Only um, one, you survive. Yeah, man. That's good. That's a good film. Um, I would recommend it heartily. And so, yeah. what film would you not recommend heartily? What film would like your worst new discovery? Um, someone asked, like, oh, what's a good horror film, mate? What, what's something I can stick on for mates? We've got a couple of beers, a couple of crisps, and uh, we're going <laughs> to. I'll be like, get <laughs> more crisps. <laughs> What? We only well, need two. I've got six beers crisps. here. And we got seven crisps. <laughs> we crisp, one crisp per film. Uh, so what's <laughs> uh, what's a good horror film, mate? And what would be like the, the last film on that list of uh, films to recommend? Oh, Jesus, there's been a couple of stinkers this year, and there. But I mean, I could settle. Like, I, I, I settled on two, two. Yeah, two uh, crisps. Obviously, yeah, two crisps. So last week, Alone in the Dark. I know we've just discussed it, so we don't have to discuss much more of it. But, you know, that is a film I'd never, ever want to go anywhere near ever again. It's kind of yeah. tarnished everything for me. It's made me not want to play any games. It's made me not want to ever think... If I see that in a list of anything, anytime soon, I'm going to just smash my laptop in the face. <laughs> Bang. Yeah. So, yeah, that really did annoy me. And then I just remembered another film that annoyed me a bit, which I don't know if we discussed very much. I think I watched this around about the time that we watched The Shining. Um, obviously, number one on the, on the list of 50. So a documentary called Room 237. Is that uh, the, which is, the Shining documentary? It's the Shining documentary, yes. Um, I and it's it. but, <laughs> Did I tell you that? <laughs> uh, maybe I just saw that you'd watched it. And then we talked about yeah, the Shining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so remember. basically it's a documentary that explores all of these little fan theories and hidden meanings in Stanley Kubrick's classic film, The Shining. And there's loads of different points of view from a bunch of fucking nobodies. Sorry for yeah. swearing. Um, so basically this is just really really strange it's a strange film it's like some of the most like theories that, are, that you, to call them reaching would be like yeah. humi- would be humiliating to that it just doesn't make sense my eyes rolled so hard during this film that like I was like the undertaker I was, I was literally like the undertaker <laughs> it's just these easter yeah. eggs thematic choices there is absolutely no way any of the any of the faults any of the ideas presented in this film documentary mm. whatever. There is absolutely no way that Stanley Kubrick was either was a a, a kilometer away from any of these shit. It just yeah. makes no sense. It's literally like, oh, have you seen this bit out the window? The clouds are the shape of a. Bl-. It's just fucking shit. <laughs> it is. It is. It. I, I I want you to go and watch it just so you can remember. But there are some okay. bits that yeah. like. Someone, someone presented this good. Someone, someone presented this good. Someone presented this in the best way on on Letterbox. I was reading it. They said, "Room two three seven two plus three plus seven equals four hundred and sixty four. That's what this film basically is. <laughs> it just, it's literally like it just makes no sense. It just, it's got some of the most. So, so here we go. Here's another. Here's another bit. This isn't actually from the film, but this is just as ridiculous as they are. Uh, the capital letters on the on the key are room R O R O O M, 
and then the N from the acronym No, and the only two words they can come up with oh, is just fucking bullshit. It's <laughs> just it reminds me of number twenty three. Remember the film where you could get the number twenty three out of anything, and yeah. I was um, you could you can like if you work it in, enough, like you can figure yeah. out a way to make it work. It doesn't mean there's some sort of weird no underlying principle. Because also, it. if Stanley Kubrick took all of these ideas into account and did all of these things that are presented in this documentary, it would have taken him 100 years to make this film. Um, 100 years! Yeah. Because it's literally like, well, we're going to connect everything and there's going to be a number that links every single thing and all these little shapes on the floor, they're all going to make... No. I hated it. And it. What would and you, it made... you do if you found out that it... Oh, yeah, no, that's exactly right. He All of those things were... That's what he was doing. But my brain's out. <laughs> 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 Stanley Kubrick, um, filmmaking horror is just—it'll all just all turn into this horrible tornado of pain for me, and then my brain will explode. I don't even need to shoot, blow my brains out. My brain yeah. would explode. It, it's inside the skull, and it would dribble it's out. It's pure nonsense. I remember seeing this film advertised. I thought that looks really interesting. I'll yeah. definitely watch that. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty. That's oh Jesus Christ. I, I might as well just spent an hour and a half smashing my head into a wall because. I probably lost more brain cells watching this than I did, than I would do smashing okay. my head. So I probably won't watch that one then. <laughs> well, I, I kind of want you to watch it so you're on the same page as me. Okay. Because I feel like I'm maybe rambling a bit. No, not at all. I mean, so <laughs> that, that's not your worst. That's not the one you picked, though, is it? Or is that the one you're going with? Well, that and Alone, alone oh, in the Dark. Oh, okay, cool. Works new so, discoveries. So I was going to say Alone in the Dark, but then I thought, no, you know, we still feel like we're piling on a bit. So I thought I'd try, try and find something else, and I ended up settling with the unnameable. So <laughs> when I think oh, about yeah. other, when I think about other films that were so painful to watch, the yeah. unnameable was up there. Like, what's it, wrong with it, Luke? I, I don't remember. <laughs> I remember the only thing I do remember like the kill, some of the killing sequences being quite good. Like I remember yeah. some of the gore stuff being okay, but then I think that was in like two minutes out of the ninety-minute film. And I just there's a lot of people just running around in a in a house for no reason, it's really. It's pure nonsense. To think that was the film which scared me the most when I was a kid. Like <laughs> I almost want, oh, I really want to get back in time. Find me, yeah. you know, when I'm all curled up in bed, going ah, oh, bloody unnameable, terrifying. Like, oh, what's the wrong fuck with you? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! You're gonna see some horrible shit in your life. Yeah. Some films ten times worse than that. Get on with it. Listen, mate. Yeah. Oh, I can. Yeah, but the creature design is all right. I think. Yeah. But there's ev- a, there is an unnameable else. there is an unnameable part too if you ever want to watch that Luke. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. No. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's a worth discovery. I mean, um it's not all bad though. I mean next year I think there should be some good stuff coming out. Is there anything that you're looking forward to? Uh what was there was there anything that you missed this year? Oh okay, yeah. So um I don't know because I was I was gonna watch the nun. But then, mm. when it comes to like films at the cinema, like I always feel like it's, as soon as like a, a bad review, like, I just instantly yeah. sort of lose all like yeah. motivation I'm, to go and watch it. I shouldn't be as reliant on Rotten Tomatoes as I am. But as yeah. soon as I see the tomato meter come out and it's really low, for example, this is a perfect example: uh, the Robin Hood film, yeah. uh, which came out recently. Which, from looking at the trailer, I was like, "What a load of shit." Yeah. But I kind of, if the if Rotten Tomatoes went, hang on a minute, 80%, I'd be like, hang on a minute, I might yeah, go and give that yeah. a watch. But when the Rotten Tomatoes review came out and it was 15%, I literally just went, ha ha, yes, in your face. I was right. It is I was shit. right. I was the same <laughs> yeah. with The Nun. Like, 
the nun is everything I don't really like about from what I could see of it. Okay. Everything yeah. I don't really like from horror, modern yeah. horror, even though I did like The yeah. Conjuring. Just there's a vibe that I get from the spin-off films like mm. Annabelle, Annabelle Creation. This... I quite liked the Annabelle Creation. Was that the, was a, that the prequel? I, I haven't I haven't seen any of them, but there's just a vibe okay. I get from it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, you know, sometimes you get a bit of a stinky vibe. You're like, oh, I don't know, don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. The nun felt like that, and I, and of the reviews I read of the nun, which saying it was just like the most crappy. It was boring, wasn't it? Like it's just, just boring. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've got it downloaded somewhere to possibly yeah. watch at some point, but apart from that, not really bothered. And there were a couple of other similar films that I purposely avoided, like Slender Man this year. At n- not at no point was I going to go watch Slenderman. <laughs> yeah, I think but... I'm the same. I think I'm the same. Like I've never really been into any of any of the Slenderman lore, like from game to yeah. short film to story. I think I saw any a picture thing. once and went, "Oh, that's that's kind of creepy," I guess. And then at no point did I think I would like to see films made of this. Yeah. We're going to make some fucking lunch boxes. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> lunch boxes. Well, it's got three point two out of ten on IMDb, so. Yeah, well, as this keep uh, happening, this, it's lucrative, you know. It could have made a lot of money. I'm sure it made plenty of money. Some yeah. money. It made some money. Um, and then there was the Strangers sequel, Pray at Night. Okay, so Pray, Pray at Night. Uh, it's made. I know the first Strangers is pretty high in a lot of people's lists. Um, mm. so and I'm watching it as uh, quite young, I think. Um, and not really understanding what it was going for. Um, because mm. the heroes. Like the good guys died in. There's like no recourse. But I think I've watched it now. Uh, I quite enjoy it. So I want to revisit it. And I also want to watch Strange Prey at night now. But at the time, I just wasn't interested. Just just wasn't yeah. interested at all. I think I'm the same. I remember the first one. Um, and I kind of thought it was all right. Yeah. Um, but when this came out, I was a bit like, eh. It's one, another one of those films where it really, really looks like it's got the Purge vibe. Yeah. Uh, with the masks and the stuff. Like, and I've never seen a Purge film either. Okay, that's another. That's I think another I've seen one all of them now. Yeah. The only thing that was kind of drawing me towards this was that Christina Hendricks is in it, but uh, mm. oh <laughs> bloody hell! A woman. Um, <laughs> hey, a woman, a woman in a film. <laughs> well, I might watch it then. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Um, but yeah, so I avoided that. But then the the big one that I still haven't seen, which I want to see, which uh, I feel a bit bad because I feel like until I've seen this, I can't fully put together my films of the year list is uh mm. it's Suspiria. Oh yeah, that's the same. Um yeah, I don't understand when when is it going to be coming on Amazon Prime? <laughs> I thought Amazon <laughs> made it. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So so I think it, it did come out in cinemas briefly, um but it was in sort of like a few select screens. Especially okay. in Bristol, it was in some it wasn't in like any of the big multiplexes. Yeah. It was in sort of the smaller cinemas. And I remember thinking, I'll watch it tonight, I'll watch it tomorrow, I'll watch it next week. And then I kinda left it and left it and left it. And the one yeah. evening I thought, I'll go watch Suspiria. I checked and it was gone. Yeah. Gone. I'm disappointed because no, I was really hyped for again. that. I mean it looked fantastic. I think the reviews have kind of I've, made I've heard, I've heard mixed uh, review. I've again, heard mixed as well, yeah. I've heard it's a long film. Um mm. so Tom York see. soundtrack. Um, and you know it's a remake, but I think it's a different a, enough. A yeah. Different enough, yeah. So uh, well, I do want to see that if I get to see it before the end of the year. Who knows? Probably not. Maybe I don't know. The thing is, I um, someone I was getting some like kind of Black Swanish vibes, and I fucking love Black Swan. So yeah. I do feel like this this could have made my top five, like if I saw it. So well, let's 
let's just say we're going to see it and you know yeah, we we'll haven't forgotten it. it yeah we're not discussing this top top these best films of 2018 and not discussing it so yeah that was it anything anything we missed there that you've missed that we've missed that i've missed i mean so, i don't know um if you, I, I, I struggle to think of ones we missed um <laughs> no, I, I will say um, an honourable mention that we probably should give a quick shout out is to Overlord because um, it was pretty great. Not yeah. not not amazing, but it was pretty great, and it'd be a shame to sort of not give it a little mention. Um, yeah, but yeah, well, it was all right, wasn't it? Yeah, for sure. Is Alarit? Oh man, uh, worse than Discovery. Actually, it, it, the Predator could be up there for me. Oh yeah. Just for that, just for that, like post-credits scene. Oh, I just can't get over how that. bad that was. I almost yeah. can't think of it. I can't think of it in the realms of horror now. Yeah, like we did it for the horror hangout episode, but then after that, I kind of felt like that was probably not the right choice because it's not a horror film. The Predator Destroyer. Is that what it was called? Literally destroyed my love of the Predator. Like it was the worst thing I've ever seen. But yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, there you go. Yeah. Um, so, got any hype? Got any hype for next year? Well. Uh, I'm actually most excited for random stuff that pops up on Netflix. Like, <laughs> but like they've been I'm like excited the best for all things. those random things. Because like yeah, yeah. Apostle, um, Cam, stuff when I was like uh, Caliber as well. Stuff when yeah. I was like not looking, had no idea about this kind of stuff, and it just pops up. And you're like, oh, what's that? That's interesting. Or someone tweets something, and then you watch it, and it's like a really nice. That like, is, there's, there's no expectations. You just go in no. blind, and it's like, I don't know. It's a good way to watch stuff. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to all the little random stuff that pops up. It's, it's lovely watching a film when you haven't seen a trailer. Like in yeah. in, in modern Hollywood blockbusters, like the trailer trailers for trailers, TV spots, trailers every week until the film comes out. You know what I mean? It's lovely yeah. when you get make a discovery like that and you think I don't need to really see a trailer. It's, it's, yeah, it's quite refreshing. I think you know I'm going to stop watching trailers because I do feel like they hinder the films a little bit. I'd love I'd love to agree with you, but I just can't. It's like crack. Constantly, yeah. It's like crack to me. As soon as I see it, there's a brand new trailer, I, uh, I yeah, go, yeah. Ah, get it in my veins! Uh, <laughs> when I, someone was telling me uh, Spider-Man Far From Home trailer was supposed to come out yesterday or the day before, and I was refreshing Twitter like for about an hour, just checking yeah. this thing, and then it got delayed. But I'm like, so what's wrong with me? Jake like, <laughs> fishbowl on his head. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, dying for it. Just wait. I don't need to see the trailer. Like, I, But there's something about trailers that they give you a quick fix. That you keep. It's like when you you wait for dinner to cook, and your mum hands you like you a uh, like a, a club, like a chocolate a club, oh, an orange yeah. club. That keep <laughs> yeah. that keep me going till dinner, love. Like oh, it yeah. feels like that. Like it's just like a nice little chocolate I treat. Just, I just love the goosebumps I get from trailers. Like there, are, there's a few things that give me goosebumps. Like there's music, yeah, uh, and then something else maybe, <laughs> and then yeah. But f- f- from like a trailer, like something about the combination of like uh, that money shot in a trailer. And the soundtrack, and seeing it for the first and time. The brand. Brown. Brown. Yeah. That's like, I don't know. That that's like the official name of that sound now. Brown with three A's. Brown. Probably. And Probably. In- Inception was potentially the first film that did it in the trailer. Yeah, Do you know what gives me goosebumps? God of War. Uh, there's a bit. <laughs> oh. There's a bit in the in the game. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone who's not played it. Because, but there's a bit about halfway through, and he he picks up these. He's been hiding it under the floorboard. I'd yeah. say that. Oh, oh yeah, geez, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I know yeah. what you mean. Didn't expect yeah. that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. expect that. I was like, oh, hello, old friends. Yeah. Uh, that was nice. Yeah. Uh, 
My friends. Um, what else? It Chapter 2? Yeah, so It Chapter 2. Um, we'll probably get a trailer at some point. Er, probably not yet, but probably in the, next, in the first few months of the year, I expect. Although, um, I would say I've, I've cooled off on It Chapter 1 a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Uh, Brightburn. I was, I was hot on it. I was, hot, I, was hot, I was hot on chapter on it chapter one what annoyed me the most is that all of these fan made it chapter two trailers kept coming out and people yeah. were sharing them on social media i was going for god's sake what's yeah. wrong with you it's clearly fits from other films Fuck! <laughs> oh i can't wait to see this looks bloody great i'll go with you hun oh looks terrifying i'll have to find a babysitter Shut up! It's not a real trailer. Shut up! Yeah, but you get very worked up on on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I should really take a break. <laughs> I should really take a break from Facebook. You know, it's weird because I go on YouTube comments, and it's like I'm yeah. I, it's like I'm looking for the ones that I disagree with. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, the ones mean... I agree with, like, yeah, you're right, you're right. Well, done. Yeah, you're yeah. correct, correct, correct. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Look, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? But, uh, yeah, um, well, I, I did think there's a film at the end of twenty end of twenty eighteen, uh, Bird Box, coming on Netflix with Sandra Bullock, which which is ba- which is a book I believe. The Josh Mallerman ba- book, yeah, it's a good book. Yeah, that's right. Have you read it? Yeah, yeah, I read it a couple of months ago. Read. So it's yeah. basically a quiet place with visual instead of yeah, audio. This is a bit of uh, an annoying one because um, I've seen people, I've seen YouTube comments say that it's ripped off, ripping off, um, or jumping on the bandwagon of a quiet place with the book. The book was massive, like four or five years ago. For a quiet place, yeah. Yeah. Um, but th- I'm saying that because it's the only thing I can compare it to. It's on Netflix now. I saw it pop up yesterday. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> I thought it was coming out like on the 21st or something. Are you sure it's not just like a come back and watch this on the 21st? You uh, it might have been a Netflix trailer thing pop up. You didn't watch it, didn't watch the trailer. Uh, uh, well, I was sat down with Cat's mum and dad, and they were like uh, trying to get us to put on a Christmas film. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, I kind of want to watch this, but yeah. been there watching I did, Christmas. I did watch the Christmas Chronicles. With, yeah. you, is that what you're going to say? <laughs> we watched it. Yeah. Guess how many times I watched it? What? What do you mean you watched it more than once? Two and a half. Oh, so I watched it yesterday, yeah. and then when me and my daughter got it this morning, she wanted to watch it again. So I put it on again, and then honestly, it finished. And I was like, we got we got to do something now. We got to get dressed and go out into the big wide world. She was like. I, and she just, so I just watched her slowly go play from the beginning. <laughs> and she looked at me and I just went, what are you doing? She was like, I want to watch it again. At least to start again. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. No, I, um, the, look, maybe when you're a kid, you can stomach that horrific, yeah. horrific just, acting. <laughs> but like, I mean, like the kid, like, I don't know. There's just something about it. It's just so bad. But Kurt Russell is pretty cool. Is Santa Claus. Yeah, he, I think he owned it. So, have you seen it? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's definitely falls into the into the um, bracket of just like kind of bad family Christmas film. Yeah, you know, there's yeah, nothing. It's not like uh, I'm not going to watch that again. I think like like Jingle All the Way or um, Die Hard, <laughs> some other Christmas Jingle films. Jingle All the Way, Die Hard, Home Alone, Home Alone. Elf. Yeah, got those ones I can watch every Elf. year, but this watch isn't going to. Yeah. Earlier, I saw Home Alone was starting on TV, and I couldn't bring myself to watch even a second of it because I know it would grab me. Yeah, it would initiate, it would grab me. Yeah, so I, was, I saw like probably half a second, and it was a foot going into a nail. So we're we're in the middle of the trap scenario. Okay, which is the best bit. That is the best bit. The noises coming out of their, their mouths. 
<laughs> uh, I had to avoid it initially. Yeah. I just had to go, Cap, don't, don't, don't turn over because I'll just get stuck. What What's better? Uh, so Harry and... What's his name? I think it's Harry and Dean. It's not Harry and Dean. <laughs> Harry and... What, the, the two bad guys in the, the first one, the wet bandits, going yeah. into the house. Or is it Tim Curry and like the staff at the hotel going up? And then he, when, when, home, when Kevin oh. puts on the thing, the TV, and he goes, I've seen you sleeping with my brother. And then Tim <laughs> Curry looks at everyone and goes, I never. <laughs> yeah. I never. God, I never. Cheeks, bony bab, clip. <laughs> you been sleeping with everybody. It's a lie. Um, I, I love I, you. I, I kind of like, that's probably the only two films, as in yeah. original and sequel, that I kind of like almost exactly the same amount. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the whole New York setting in the in the second one is 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 great. Yeah, and it perfect. kind of elevates yeah. it maybe slightly more. But yeah. Yeah. Well, so what else? What else are we looking forward to? Pet Cemetery. Yeah, Pet Cemetery. It's made by the guy who made Starry Eyes, and I thought that was pretty good. That's um. Oh, you seen that one? Starry Eyes. No, no, no. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Stars in her eyes. Stars in her eyes. Uh, Jeremy Beadle. That, that Matthew Kelly, mate. Oh, okay, yeah, Matthew Kelly. Come on. You're getting your light entertainment, ITV, <laughs> shit shows mixed up. Yeah. Um, Sorry, no, I, I haven't seen that. That's something to be good. It looks kind of going to take like a, a bit of a departure from the book. There's some yeah. more pagan-looking uh, masks and stuff like that. Whereas like, the, 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 the book is more Native American. Um, sort of lore and stuff, but yeah, I'd be interested to watch it. Yeah, I think it looks it looks good enough. Uh, Zombieland Two, which is apparently, I think it's filming now. Possibly, I'm not sure. The first one's great. I don't know if I'm more zombied out though. Yeah, I don't know if it's 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 happened too late. Yeah, because I think the original came out what ten years ago. Yeah, so the original came out in 2009. We're gonna get a sequel ten years later. It's almost a bit like. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Maybe, maybe it will reignite the love of zombies. I don't know. And then, as you, I think you mentioned this earlier while I while I was in the froze of something. Did you say Brightburn? Yeah, that popped up on t- Twitter. Like I have not, yeah. I've not watched the trailer, but I saw someone say it looks like Superman if it was horror. And I was like, it, it kind of. I don't know how it can't be Superman if it was horror. It seems to be the exact setup for Superman. It must have the rights to it. Surely, I don't know, unless they're just. Do it, pl- telling the story but of different characters I don't know I yeah. don't know how I felt about this a lot of people going oh my god it looks really cool oh my god it looks Superman horror what if Superman was a little bastard kid yeah well he is he is a bastard but you know what I mean yeah yeah. Uh, but I don't know how I felt about it I feel like didn't Chronicle do this sort of thing yeah that's what I, I kind of felt like that didn't Chronicle already do it and I just kind of went eh creepy kid oh bloody hell he got heat vision has he oh yeah. mental so yeah, I was a bit meh. And it's also one of those films that's like from from producer James Gunn. Like how many other films lead with their producer? <laughs> yeah. Well, James <laughs> hey, it's massive, from the it? producer of James. Oh no, exactly. He's massive, yeah. but still, so it's, it's it's a weird one. He's like eight foot tall. <laughs> he's bloody massive, massive isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I trust it. Yeah. Uh, if the director was taller, he would have got the the lead thing there. But it's yeah. all it's all hype based. Exactly. Hope so. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, what else? Um, I don't know. I don't really. Uh, oh, one thing. One thing I'm going to mention here, Luke, is uh, the PlayStation 4 release of Resident Evil 2. Um, the when remake. Is that, coming out? is that coming out pretty the soon? The 25th of January. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we've been seeing loads of this stuff. I'm trying to avoid like, a lot of the new gameplay footage, but I honestly just can't. Um, it just looks outstanding. It's just 
they've really gone back to those survival horror roots. Would you um, say it, it looks as scary as the first person view of Resident Evil Seven? Yeah, I think so. And it looks it looks very similar in terms of like a lot of the menus and the interfaces are the same as Resident Evil Seven. Um, and I think you know all of these areas they've really they've new areas as well, and they've they've kind of. I think they've really made that amalgamation of of of, yeah. of the Resident Evil Two story, which is great, and then they've just added all those. I mean, there's a lot of areas where you're like stalked by various things, yeah. a la Resident Evil Seven. So yeah. and it looks gruesome, and it looks gruesome, and some of the zombies are just they look so realistic. Like you're shooting a zombie in the leg, and there are bits of flesh flapping off, and they're just falling yeah. down. I saw someone you know, shoot someone in the face with a shotgun, and it's like flaps of jaw and stuff sort of hanging. Hanging out stuff. It looks super. It just looks messed up. It looks like definitely looks like one of those games where I'll just literally be like, "Oh my god!" While I'm playing it, which I kind of want. And I love Resident Evil Two. Like it's genuinely one of my favorite games ever. So to see those areas recreated in this way is going to be bloody lovely. Look forward to that. I mean, Resident Evil Seven was that and Inside. I don't really class Inside as a full-on horror game. Um, One of my favorite horror. Horror plays this year. Yeah, I don't know what other horror games are supposed to be coming out um, next year. I've just downloaded um, Soma. Oh, I, need to, I need, few, to, need to download it, actually. It's yeah. a few years old, but it's free on PlayStation Plus at the moment. So I've just downloaded that, and I still need to finish Outlast. Um, but I've been playing Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 0, the uh, the remakes of those, the HD remakes. Yeah, I'm going to give those a go as well. So I'm nice, nice and Resident Evil hyped for January 25th. Um, and I haven't bought a game on release day for you know a little while. I don't think I've bought a game on release day all year. It's not something I do. But this one, yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, okay, so is there anything else next year? I think that's about about it for me. But yeah, so what? So we're going to go away, come up with a plan for the next stage of horror hangout. Is this the last episode of the year? What do you think? Uh, where are we? I think we get one, uh, more, one more in probably. December. Yeah, probably, probably, probably. Probably yeah. squish another one in. Yeah. So yeah, we're not sure what next week's will be, but we'll come up with some sort of planage. Sounds good. All right, man. Uh, so this is brought to you. Maybe we do a Christmas one next week. Have, have we watched? Have we watched a lot of Christmas films, horror films last year. Have we overdone it with all of them? I don't know. What have we missed? I don't know. We'll have a look. Um, we'll have a look and we'll have a chat. Yeah. Okay, uh, this show is brought to you by Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com and grab a free book. Become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash hawkandcleaver. Thanks to Kovac Kalman for our theme music. Thanks to ACAST for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, give us a five star rating review on iTunes. And remember to hit subscribe. And thanks to my co host Ben for being a right horror dude. Thank you very much, Luke. Nice one. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 